0: Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: What's up folks and welcome into Hometown Ghost Stories Dark Mysteries. Tonight, we're going to talk about a haunting that went on for more than 30 years and the unexplained events that attracted thousands of witnesses in a small village called Belmez, Spain. I'm Jesse Wilkins, and this is Hometown Ghost Stories, Dark Mysteries, The House of Faces. Maria Gomez Camara was a 52-year-old woman living a simple life with her husband Juan and his son Miguel. They lived in a small village in Belmez, Spain. On August 23, 1971, their simple life would change. Maria was cleaning her kitchen when she noticed a stain on the floor by the stove. She cleaned it up and went about her business. After a few days, the stain came back. But this time, it looked a little different. It almost looked like A human face had formed, and it was staring back at her, seemingly etched into the concrete. Maria immediately called for Juan and Miguel to come have a look for themselves, and they too saw the face looking back at them. They tried to scrub it away, but the face remained. They thought maybe it was a trick of the light, or just a different kind of stain. But as the days passed, it seemed like the features on the face had changed. It became more defined and pronounced. At this point, it was impossible to ignore. Juan and Miguel grabbed a pair of pickaxes and began to slam away at the face on the floor. They chipped away, smashing the face into bits of concrete until it was completely gone. Then they re-cemented the floor, and life went back to normal. Until a few days later, a new image, in the same place, appeared on the kitchen floor. This image appeared more sinister and vivid than the previous one, Startled by the second discovery, Maria discussed the situation with her neighbors, and word began to spread around Belmez about the mysterious faces appearing on Maria's floor. Soon enough, the mayor of Belmez heard about the commotion. He wanted to know a little bit more about this and forbade the family from destroying the new image. Instead, he had it removed to have it analyzed by experts. Meanwhile, Maria and her family re-cemented the floor to repair their kitchen. Soon enough, more and more images began appearing all across Maria's floor. Some depicted multiple faces. Men, women, and children appeared, covering the kitchen floor. Her house earned the reputation as La Casa de la Cara, or the House of Faces. By Easter of 1972, hundreds of curious locals flocked to Belmez to see the site for themselves. They would line up outside of the home for hours just to catch a glimpse of the afterlife. People came from far and wide to see this phenomenon, many with their own theories about its origin. Some believed it was the work of the devil, while others thought it may have been a curse or a sign of some impending disaster. Historical documents revealed that in the 17th century, a local governor had killed all five members of a family and buried them somewhere in the area. Some believed that this may have been the final resting place of these murdered souls. Maybe it was their tormented faces showing themselves through the kitchen floor. According to the History Channel, researchers requested permission to excavate beneath the home. This was approved, and after digging roughly nine feet below the foundation, they found the first human skeleton buried beneath the home. As they continued to dig, they uncovered more and more human remains. And many of these bodies were missing their skulls the skeletons were excavated and given a proper burial in a Catholic cemetery nearby. Anthropologist Kathy Strain verified that there was an 1800s graveyard located in the area, likely a Catholic burial ground or mass grave that had long been forgotten. The headstones were removed long ago, and homes were built on top, not realizing what was beneath the ground. The foundation was repaired and a new floor was laid down in the kitchen. Marie and Juan hoped that this new discovery would stop the paranormal phenomenon from happening inside of their home. They were wrong. Soon enough, a new image appeared on the floor. This time it appeared to be a woman surrounded by children. What was even more unsettling was that the expressions on the faces of these young children seemed to change. Maria, who was also a psychic medium of sorts, also detected an evil presence within the home. Could this have been what was causing these images to appear on the floor? Visitors believed that these faces may have been the spirits of the dead. And at this point, thousands of people were flocking to Belmez to see this miracle. On winter weekends in 1971, up to 10,000 people were lining up to see. Soon, another larger face began to show itself on the floor. This ghostly image was referred to as the Bald Man. He was described as an older man, maybe in his 50s or 60s. Later that year, another large face appeared, which only contained eyes, a mouth, and an outline. More images would appear, showing children, animals, and naked women. And then, of course, there was an onslaught from skeptics who were determined to debunk this case as one big hoax. The first two investigators on the case were Hans Bender and Germain de Arhumosa. After two years of investigating the case, They believed that this was some sort of a gothic mystery, and neither of them would publish an official report on the case. At one point, Arhumosa ordered Maria out of the home during the investigation to make sure that she wasn't the one making the images. Bender noted that even in the area of the floor which had been sealed off with plastic to observe the face, changes were occurring in its features. He concluded that this was paranormal due to the fact that nobody had access to the images or alter them in any way. In Belmez, slight changes of the face's configuration during the period when the phenomenon was under seal, attested by a notary, have contributed to ensure its paranormal origin. In the 1990s, various scientific studies were performed on the images by the Institute of Ceramics and Glass. These were tested on two of the faces, which included granulometric, mineralogical, and chemical tests. And these concluded that there were no traces of paint found in any place in the samples. They hypothesized that the images may have been formed not by painting the images, but possibly from using oxidizing chemical agents to essentially lighten the concrete, possibly using negative space to create the image of a face. In theory, if bleach was used, you could create the image of a face with traces of the chemical evaporating over time. Other skeptics believe that the family may have painted the faces then use bleach or chemical agents to remove the paint, leaving nothing but the eerie image as a result. The family's motive? Financial gain and fame. However, Maria never accepted any sort of fee for visitors entering the home. In 2014, Quattro Millenio, an investigative journalism TV show, carried out a technical analysis to prove that the whole situation was a hoax. After extracting samples from the faces, they actually concluded that the images were not made with paint, and they also found no traces of bleach. They concluded that, quote, according to scientific knowledge and techniques employed in the analysis, there is no external manipulation or elements in the faces. They even tried to recreate these pictures using various methods that were considered valid in previous investigations, using hydrochloric acid and silver nitrate. These methods didn't work at all. They were unable to replicate the faces, and in their words, they were bewildered. Somewhere between 700 and 1,000 faces would appear over the next 30 years at this house in Belmez. As Maria grew older, she became more fond of these faces, and even said that she would like them to follow her into the afterlife. Maria died in 2004, and Belmez even named a street in her honor. Some hoped that this mysterious phenomenon would fade away with her, But technically, it did not. In February of 2004, new faces of the dead would start to appear in Maria's childhood home. One of these faces was described as being the face of Maria Gomez-Camara herself. However, in these new images, traces of paint were found. So these new occurrences were soundly debunked as a hoax put on by her second son, Diego Pereira. The original faces remain much of a mystery. Many people attribute this to a method called thoughtography. Thoughtography is a way to project images from the human mind and burn them onto objects. But the hundreds of images over this 30 plus year haunting isn't even the most terrifying part of the story to me. Back in 1972, during Arhumosa's investigation, they conducted a series of EVP tests within the house. They captured multiple chilling recordings, which to me sounds like children or young people crying and wailing. Here are the actual recordings captured at Maria's Home. Check it out. So tell us what you think. Is this a big hoax? Was somebody painting this image or using bleach or some sort of chemical agent to remove parts of the concrete to make it look like a face? Or was this something... Paranormal? Was this something unexplained? Stick around as Dave, Rob, and myself discuss this dark mystery, and we'll try to get to the bottom of this. Thanks for tuning in, and stick around. This is Hometown Ghost Stories Dark Mysteries, the house of faces.
2: going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Hometown Ghost Stories, Dark Mysteries. That was the Belmez faces. That was the wonderful voice of Jesse Wilkins. You heard what's
0: going on, Jesse. What's going on, Dave? And we're also joined by Rob Coakley. This is one that I didn't know about. So this is a really fun episode. I was like enthralled watching this video. Like this is a thing that happened. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, for the amount of faces that showed up over these years, uh, I found a surprisingly low amount of pictures online of them. Now, I know I—if I you watched the video, you saw a whole bunch of them, so you might not think so, but
2: right, but the majority of them were from the '70s and '80s, mm-hmm. right? Correct. F-
1: but I'm pretty yeah. sure that this house still stands, and I'm—they've turned it into somewhat of a museum, and I think mm-hmm. you can still go visit it today. I saw some videos. That were as recent as like 10 months ago where someone had gone in there and went to go visit and see some of the faces for themselves. So they got like the sections of the kitchen roped off where you can go check out these faces. So if I'm ever in Spain, then I will go do that.
2: Yeah, it's pretty wild. I'd actually heard about this story when I, I was actually reading into covering it for a regular episode of actually about a year ago when we released the Viacos episode, which was also from Spain. Because I remember thinking, like, oh, I'll cover this. I'll just stay in Spain for a week, and there was a lot there, and I thought it was really cool. I didn't think there was quite enough for like a regular, you know, traditional episode that we do. Mm-hmm. But um, this is a wild story, and it's one that's like it gets debunked and then undebunked and then debunked and then undebunked, and it's crazy because like it makes me go back and forth. Like I don't know what I believe because there is compelling evidence on both sides.
1: There is. It's just I just don't. I don't know i mean i was gonna save this point till the end but it's like scientists are running tests over the decades right they're, they get like there's been so much of them In mm-hmm. basically every 10 years it's like some new team is going in there like we're going to figure this out and they're like okay it was bleach and the next team found no traces of bleach they're like well let's paint they found no traces of paint and they found some traces of paint they found traces of paint in the the new Belbez faces which means they found, I, as far as I know, they found no traces of paint in any of the samples.
2: They found uh, what was it called? I believe it was zinc. They found zinc oxide, which is one of the components of paint. But it would be weird to find just zinc oxide and not talc and clay and silica and the other like everything else
0: that you find in paint. So. the f- <laughs> We make the joke a lot about our resident expert in something, but Dave is literally our resident expert in paint. (laughs) Yeah, I know a thing or two about
2: paint. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but yeah. So there's so the paint thing is interesting because it could have been, but it also, like we said, it doesn't make sense that all of the components would have wouldn't have been there.
1: Right, and who knows what would deteriorate over time, or if they were also using bleach, what chemicals would be removed? I ain't no scientist,
0: but but. So what I was going to when I was listening to that portion of it where they're like, oh, maybe it was bleach to discolor it and stuff. It's like, but they're saying that the faces were moving sort of. So wouldn't the color distortion be changing as well? Right. And- and there's, there's visual evidence
1: of certain ones changing over decades and we showed it in the video portion of this. So for those audio listeners, go check out the video on YouTube because we go through a few different pictures have time lapses of like 19, you know, when it was first, when it first appeared in the 1970s, then in the 1980s and then, you know, the nineties up until the two thousands. And you see these things still changing Mm -hmm. and Maria has been dead. And even the way that they did change, it didn't seem like a way that you could alter an image even if you did add more bleach or paint or whatever, like they, they were completely shifting and it's, it, there's so many unexplained things, but the, the the biggest glaring thing is that if scientists can't debunk this, it, it leads me to believe that it is legitimate and paranormal because it's like, how is some 70 year old, you know, or she was 52 when it started, but how is some like older woman, some from some random tiny village in Spain, fooling all these scientists like how was she ready to do that how was she prepared to create this hoax and put up these firewalls against the incoming scientists not saying she couldn't be educated in that way but i find it unlikely that she would be able to baffle professionals
0: and if she was able to right wouldn't her son know how to do it and when he did go to actually do a hoax of this he gets caught immediately. So do we think that like, so to me, that's kind of another point, like he should know how to do it if it was a hoax. So it clearly
1: wasn't him because right? maybe he had a different material on his floor. I know they had like cement floors or concrete floors or whatever in, in her kitchen. Maybe he had a wooden floor and it was just way too obvious when he did it. So we don't know what kind of elements were in the childhood home as opposed to the the, mm-hmm. the new home. I don't really know the specifics on that but all I know is it didn't work out for him so a lot of people had theorized that along this time maybe it was maybe it was the kids doing it right there was one or two kids in the home and, and how
2: how how crazy is it if it's a hoax right they start making these faces on the floor and then they dig in the floor and they actually find a bunch of dead
1: bodies buried underneath yeah, the house that's the other thing that was weird a, that was a massive massive part of it now I don't know if I fully buy into there's two theories on it one was there was basically like a, a guy who, who was a governor and he had killed a whole family. They knew it was in the area. I don't think they ever found the bodies, So they thought maybe this is where he buried the bodies. The more likely one was where they had just basically found either a mass burial pit. Like you had a lot of um, plague pits in Europe. From- I was just going to say that there was were buried pe- people all over Europe from the plague. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of these cities and towns and villages dig anywhere and you're going to find a skeleton. You're talking about, you know thousands of years of history so it's it's quite possible but for it to be directly under that house to to find out that there are actual dead bodies under there when they were already theorizing that this is the faces you know of the dead that are just peering through yep. and in and in appearing on the ground it's just such a creepy different story that's 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 what i like most about this is we've i've never seen anything like this you occasionally get like you know, a, a, the image of the Virgin Mary on a grilled cheese that sells for like twenty grand on eBay or whatever—Jesus yeah. on a cheese? It, yep. You get you get those sorts of things from time to time, but this is a consistent haunting. This is a thirty-plus year haunting with thousands and thousands of witnesses who come in and they see stuff. You you have multiple teams of scientists that come in to debunk it, and they're they're basically found nothing. A couple of them were straight up like, we have no other explanation than the fact that this is paranormal. And for them to even bring that up is wild. I think the first team had been like, yeah, this is, this is just paranormal. This, this is ghosts. Sorry, I got nothing else. And they didn't even publish an official report trying to debunk it. That's what they came in there to do. Then you had the television crew who came in who were eager and ready to debunk this whole thing. And they couldn't find anything in their, their findings where we are bewildered.
2: So there was one other thing that was interesting about this, and it was after – it was the second time the mayor got involved. So the mayor actually got involved – I don't remember if you mentioned the mayor at all, but when he got involved the first time, he said, don't break up the faces, preserve them. We want to have them tested. The second time the local government got involved, they wanted to shut it down because despite the fact that she said she was never taking any money or wasn't profiting off of it, she was, or at least the government thought she was because the government ended up stepping in and saying – they, they wanted to shut it down, so they funded their own investigation of this place, and when they, they were investigating it, they sealed it off with, like, wax seals and stuff like that so that nobody could get in and out of that room for three months to tamper with it, and they had the place bugged for audio. They were listening to all the conversations that were happening to try and debunk this as a hoax because they thought it was, like, a massive, you know, money grab, mm-hmm. and they found nothing.
1: Yeah, not only did they find nothing, but that's where they captured those EVP's that we played. And the EVP, I mean there's there's a longer version of it and you hear moans and cries and it sounds like kids like just crying out for help. It it I don't know how clear it was from the audio sample that we included, but if you listen to it and just just turn it up, you hear it's it just sounds like crying. Now I I do wonder how much is like background noise. It, it mm-hmm. could be cats. That that was kind of my first instinct. I'm like, oh, it sounds like a cat, but then it, it it really sounded more human towards the end of it. So, yeah. I mean, you so when it. they,
2: well, yeah, when they unsealed the place and opened it back up, they found that the faces on the floor had changed and that nobody was in there. Exactly. So it's it's tough yeah, I, put, to- I put the
1: quote from those investigators in the episode, which was basically like, we have no explanation for how the faces that were sealed up, could have changed. Now one of the other things that they did was they used like a a certain kind of plastic that would stop the 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 sun from from altering it because that was one of the theories was that the the sunlight could have been altering these images. I don't wouldn't know how that, that would happen. happen everywhere though, point. wouldn't everybody then have faces on their floor? Right. Well, I think that they were they weren't ruling anything out because they didn't know what these images were actually created by. They didn't know if it was paint, bleach, some sort of chemical, whatever, so they thought just to be safe, Let's make sure we seal this off. Let's make sure we cover it up so the sunlight doesn't affect it and alter it in any way.
2: Yeah. And hydro- hydrochloric acid was one that you brought up, which I thought was interesting because that those images that were shown, like the, in the few pictures that you do, it looks like the hydrochloric acid etching that you do on concrete floors. You see them in a lot of commercial buildings. If you mm-hmm. basically get like a jug of hydrochloric acid and you pour it over the fresh concrete, then it just etches it in like weird designs, and you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what color you're going to get. It comes in like like makes the concrete change different colors and gives these like cool designs in it. And it's that's what it looked like to me. It looked exactly like that, which I was like-
1: Do you think you could take a paintbrush and paint like a a face with that? So you know that in the areas that you paint in, that will alter the colors and You might be able to,
2: yeah. just If you take a paintbrush and just do those areas, right? That would definitely, absolutely do that. The problem is, is you can only etch concrete- Once, if you do it a second time, it doesn't really change anything, and it would be very, very, very permanent. So, if you paint, if you etched a a face in the concrete, it would be there forever. It would not change. It would not go away. So, that's kind of why I ruled that one out.
1: Yeah, some of these were just disappearing. Most of them, if not all of them, were changing over time. You saw one of them. Again, for audio listeners, we we put a, a time lapse photo of this in the in the video portion of this. But you saw one of them where. It had the face. I think this was the first face. It's hard to find a timeline of which ones showed up when, but mm-hmm. you had the face and then the face altered a little bit. And then in the third photo of it, it grew teeth. It all of a sudden had teeth in its mouth and it was fucking terrifying. I'm like, God yeah. damn, this like, this actually creeped me out when I saw that image. And I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for, for how this like grandmother figure was, was bamboozling the whole scientific community with whatever she was using to do this so i i i have a hard time believing that it's a hoax
0: so it sounds like a lot of the debunking stuff that we talk about when people go to try to find out what's being caused and when they can't figure it out they just either leave with their tail between the legs and they just start like oh it's the wind. Oh, it's this or it's that and like they're just grasping at straws Sounds like there was a lot of grasping at straws to debunk this, where people that were like, you said somebody was trying to for two years and their final report was like, they wouldn't even make a final report mm-hmm. because they couldn't find anything. Yeah. They were like, our final reporters, this is just
1: dumb. If you believe this, you're dumb. Yeah. what's no, What's what's interesting about the first one in particular, because a lot of them were like, well, we couldn't find anything, but it's probably bleach. It was probably some oxidizing agent or something like that. The first report was like, fuck it, it's ghosts. Like, they, like they're like we got nothing else this has to be uh what did they, they call it they called it a gothic something like they, yeah. they, but they also said it was paranormal and i put the exact quote on it saying that like we believe that the only explanation here is it's paranormal mm-hmm. which is cool because a lot of people they make it their thing right we're we're going to debunk this we're going to figure this out and they set out and they they leave out they they they're open to any possibility scientifically except ghosts yeah right It's anything but ghosts. This is what they're going to do. But if they're really open-minded, they would say, well, maybe it is something we can't explain. And at least these guys had the balls to come out and say, we can't do it. We tried for two fucking years. Couldn't debunk this shit. So probably paranormal because that's all we got. So kudos to them for actually admitting it. Because like you said, Rob, most debunkers are just like, well, it's anything but ghosts.
0: Yeah, it's the wind. It's this. It's bleach. Well, there's no bleach traces. Oh, well, then it's paint. Well, there's no paint traces. Well, it's something. It's sunlight. And it's like, that's dumber than than <laughs> ghost almost. Like, because yeah. why is this the only house in the world that the sun is is painting faces that change? Right. Like, yeah. it, It's just the changing of the
1: faces, I think, is a, is a, huge, a huge factor in this. Same. The number one factor for me is them actually finding human remains underneath the house exactly underneath the kitchen actually where these uh these faces were mostly showing up i read a few reports that said that they also showed up on the walls of the house but i think all of it was centered around the kitchen looked like a small apartment from the pictures that i saw
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so but for them to find human remains that that's
0: like the x factor right there so I, i that's a big one for me too but i'm just flipped on it i think the face is changing is the bigger one for me because like we've already brought up why there could be skeletons there's multiple reasons why they could be under there could be a gigantic coincidence could not be it could definitely be related uh but when we're talking about coloration on concrete changing because the face is changing it just rules out so many things that it could be it could like dave said the bleach i mean sorry the the acid but also bleach and everything like that it just To me, it's ruling out so many things because that face is contorting and changing and going back to that original color and then other spots are changing color. So
1: Right. Like like if you and that's a that's a big point there is is how are they doing the changing? Maybe Mm -hmm. she's figuring out something that evaporates quick and there's no trace of let's just say bleach, right? maybe bleach evaporates and you can't find any scientific trace of it after a certain amount of time. Then what's she doing? Is she going back and adding more bleach to alter the image? But the way that these images are shifting, it doesn't make it, it just doesn't make sense. Like they're moving around, The expressions are changing, they're smiling, they're frowning. And a lot of these images are evil looking. That's the other thing, too. Mm. Like the the one image that we posted that I I don't think we'd get in trouble for because it it's art, right? Of like the naked woman. It looks like she's like being tortured. And there's so many more twisted one. And the the one that stuck out to me the most, I think it was the second image that I posted. I don't know if this was technically the second or the fourth image that popped up. I saw a few varying results online, mm-hmm. but it just, it, it was like a, it was like the outline of a guy or a woman. And it just had like these dark eyes and it, it looked sinister. It looked evil. And of all of the images, because there were so many that I saw, most of them, a lot of them looked like children's drawings almost.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But this one was like that looks like something you would see in a nightmare that would show up and not talk to you and just creep you out for the rest of your life.
0: So, you know, what upsets me the most is I really wish that for our $20 Patreon members that if they gave us $20, we could appear on their kitchen floor with our haunted faces for all of eternity, constantly changing, just different, just different expressions for them every day. That would be quite the perk. It would be quite yeah. the perk. Yeah. Yeah. I,
1: she, I chalk it up to a lack of commitment from us and we apologize for that. Yeah. So the other, the other element here is she was also a psychic medium. And so people thought that this could be. That's that's the face I would make on the floor. Yeah. So this, that's what you folks could have. Yeah. So we don't, we apparently don't deliver for our $20 patrons anyways. Uh, <laughs> so the other tie in is that she was a psychic medium. So. People who were believing the haunting were saying that this has to be tied in, right? She's a psychic medium. There's human remains underneath the house. You have these creepy things showing up on the floors and the walls and all over the place for 30 years straight. Mm -hmm. They thought it could be chalked up to something called thoughtography, which is something that psychic certain people have the ability to do, which is you basically picture something and you can burn it into some sort of a surface. And they thought that maybe she was connecting with the dead. And I don't know, but somehow she was imagining their faces and burning it onto the floor. Maybe she didn't even know she was doing it, but that's the theory of thoughtography. Is she professor X?
2: Yes. Okay. The theory has been around for a little over a hundred years. Actually it was originated in Japan and basically they just believed that you, it's kind of like, telekinesis mm-hmm. it fits more into that than it does into like the medium like the psychic medium thing basically it's a form of like clairvoyance kind of but um you yeah you take you pick you picture an image in your head and you can basically burn it on onto whatever surface you want they were doing it and uh they used to study it in tokyo that's where it kind of came from so it didn't originate with the Belmez face thing this was around before then but the problem is with the theory. And how you apply it to this is that according to the people who study thoughtography, that the images can only be burned by the person who's doing the burning. So once she died, the images would stop.
1: I think the images may have stopped once she died. So I think it might be thoughtography. The only instance of it that I know, and I might, I might be wrong about this. I'll have to look into it, but The only images that had showed up after she died was the new Belmez faces in her former home that turned out to be a hoax. Oh, okay. So it could have been thoughtography, which by the way, if it is thoughtography, that I I would still put that in the category of paranormal. Yeah. That's the most legit psychic medium of all time. If she can do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Did I say, did I
2: say. It doesn't fit into paranormal. I mean, it doesn't fit into no, no, no. no I'm just clarifying. spiritualism, right? Right.
1: I don't want people to think that this is like a scientific explanation. I think it's a paranormal explanation, or it's, it's, paranormal. Not a, it's not a debunking. Like, was she responsible for it? She could have been, but if that's the method that she's using, then that's paranormal, right? And then the other thing, the other thing that's almost laughable is what's the term? It, it, forgive me if I'm not trying to put you guys on the spot. What's the term for people who can kind of see faces in anything? I don't know there's a term like, for it. There is a term for it. It's like the human brain wants to see a face in anything. You look at a stoplight with a you know a piece of metal underneath and you see a smiley face, right? You mm-hmm. we see this your human your, the human brain is programmed to look for patterns. And one of those patterns would be a human face. So when you see a human face in a cloud, when you see it in the sand, when you see it in a you know, the happy face rocks, you know, rocks aligned in a happy face or something, you're like, that's a happy face. I see a face. I see a face. I see a face and everything. So people originally were like, well, no, this is just people seeing faces and anything. It's like, well, if you've seen literally any of these pictures that popped up on our floor, you can just rule that out because this is like a fucking elaborate painting of a person. Like this is this is beautiful artwork. I would buy some of this artwork. (laughs) I'm a connoisseur of art, as we know. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Very fancy.
0: (laughs) Uh, I think we were even crying children, right? Thank God there I wasn't can. a can of soup.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't buy that. <laughs> well, ironically, the, the last thing, the possibility that we haven't mentioned yet was some sort of food grease that was on the floor. So well, that's, I thought you were that... going to say, ironically, the last thing she ate was soup. I was gonna <laughs> be like, how, do, how do you know? How do you know this? <laughs> no. So that was the last theory, which is the one that they actually, like the debunkers have actually settled on. It was because it was pork grease that they thought was going on there. So that would fit all of the categories and would make this. Would, you know, because you can manipulate grease on the floor to change. Um, and it would also not have any of those chemical compounds that they were looking for. So they're like, oh, it doesn't have this, so it can't be paint. It doesn't have this, so it can't be bleach. Well, it, yeah, it's because it's pork grease. <laughs>
1: can you tell me that of all these scientists that were testing the floor of a kitchen, none of them checked for grease.
2: Maybe they ruled out grease because it's not abnormal to have grease on the kitchen floor.
0: Why does it always come back to bacon with this show? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it just always does. Um, wait, but- wait, wait, wait. Why would they rule it out?
1: Why would you rule out grease on a kitchen floor? Well, they would say you should rule their kitchen floor. If you're looking
2: for because the theories were like, it's paint, it's bleach, it's acid they're like find these chemicals. So when they when they're testing it, they're like, oh, yeah, we got kitchen grease. So you don't. We're not looking for kitchen grease. That's normal to be on a kitchen floor. We're looking for one of these chemicals. Oh, we found zinc. It could be paint. Uh, we found no bleach. We fla- found no hydrochloric acid. You know what I mean? So yeah, they're like, oh, there's zinc. It could be paint. Maybe they they check that avenue. But no one's, no one's looking for pork grease because it's like-
1: I'm no scientist, but I would assume the 30 years that multiple teams went in there to investigate, they would have tested out different kind of kitchen products that 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 would be the first thing you do right mm-hmm. the first thing you do is like but looking for a murder weapon you look for the most obvious shit first
0: right? it, it goes back to the faces changing for me though because even if it is pork grease does i'm not saying i don't know can you bring back the original color in order to change the the way that these faces look yeah well i mean concrete's weird i've seen
2: that you've seen so many different variations of it it could have been like more of a multicolored sort of concrete look, you know. You've seen could, like two, three, four tone concretes before, yeah. And if you they, get some, some grease smeared on it, that could definitely alter the color a little bit. You know, it'll, it'll darken the color
1: for sure. Not only that, like to weigh on the side of grease. No, I don't believe this theory for a second. But I think grease could be something that might shift over time as well. Yeah. Right. So you're talking about a 10 year time lapse of a photo. That's grease. I mean, it, I mean, a lot of these things, they they remove them from the floor and they hang them up. They frame them and put them on the wall. So maybe the grease over time moves down, and maybe that that ch- kind of makes the image change a little bit.
2: And maybe the sunlight does dry out the grease. Ooh, I don't know if doesn't explain
1: anything. when they sealed it off and uh, it changed. It doesn't, anyways,
2: but it changed anyways, right?
1: All right. Well, maybe it was grease, but I I don't buy it.
0: I hope this I, I becomes our new debunking theory is that everything is just Greece. Is it Greece? There was a no, this thing. It was, it's no, not it Greece. Was just Greece. Just Greece. Spain. <laughs> so take yes. that,
1: debunkers. All right. Well, uh, where do we sit on this one? For me, I have a hard time not ruling on the side of paranormal. When I first saw the story and I first saw the images, I'm like, oh yeah, they're painting those. You know, I'm like, they're definitely faking this. it was just I was sold on it being Nonsense. But once you had multiple scientific teams, once the old lady was fooling the scientists, and they found the bodies and the picture started changing, it's just it, I find this one hard to debunk.
0: Yeah, with the with the evidence presented, I just don't know how you rule it as anything but paranormal. Because anything that they've used to try to debunk it, it's like it just feels like it's so easy to counter.
1: Well, they're like, we found nothing. Like that, right. that's, that's been their story. And so it, it's tough. Um, most people want to debunk it. And the son faking it afterwards, I mean, that's just, that's just fuel for the fire right there for debunkers, right? Yeah. yeah right. About it all the time. Yeah. But to me, it only validates it even Same. more because that just rules him out of the situation. Because a lot of people thought it was the kids originally. And I mentioned it earlier, so I won't go through. I mean, again.
0: unless he was just. Uh, oh, I hope they don't find this paint that I leave right here. And no, they they like, tested you know the actual. I mean? they, they the. No, no the- but I'm saying unless he did it on purpose to make the other ones look more legit, right? Where he's like, I'm gonna go like it's it's next level thinking that I just don't think happened. Where they're like, oh, he went to go make a fake one to make the originals look even more more legit, mm-hmm. right? Dave, we didn't get your uh, analysis. It's this is a tough one for me because, like I said earlier, it's like it goes back
2: and forth. You look at there seems like there's some really compelling evidence towards the debunking of it, and it seems like there's always contrary evidence um, that you know makes me not think it was debunked so soundly, or at least, or at least as soundly as they say it was. But um, yeah, I mean, I think. I think the grease thing makes a lot of sense and it answers a lot of the questions. It's, you know, you can manipulate it. There were thousands of people that were going to go see this place. People were in there every single day, poking, touching fingerprints, uh, you know, get three little fingerprints. Looks like a face of a baby, you know? So that explains, at least it explains why there could have been so many of the faces, right? Maybe there was a few legit ones. And then, you know, people, like you said, see a face and everything, It's just tough. I think that uh, I don't like the uh, thought of it saying it's like soundly debunked, but I also, I don't know.
1: This has been one of the weakest cases on the debunking side because the scientists couldn't get it done. Yeah. For decades, the scientists haven't been able to get it done. And I'll have to read more into the the grease side of things, but I agree with you there that that's definitely the most interesting thing. But it's also... That that should be the first thing that someone looks for, looks for in a kitchen, not the thing that they overlook. That's going to be the first thing that scientists do. And I, I don't think that these scientists were lazy. It seemed like a lot of them did a really thorough job of trying to figure this out. And I don't know, because, because internally, for me, I'm like, it's bullshit. You know what <laughs> I mean? But at the same time, it's like, how can it be bullshit? How did the grandmother... Fool the scientific community for 30 years. I, I don't know. So.
0: so, Dave, are you saying that you're very high on this being not a real thing? No, I think that it's
2: it's. The, I think the grease thing is very likely, but I don't think it's like I'm not sold on it, you know, and I'm not willing to say something is bullshit just because it sounds like bullshit. Yeah. You know, I just feel like it wasn't it definitely wasn't ever soundly debunked in my opinion, but I feel like, you know, the grease thing makes a lot of sense.
1: Grease thing makes a lot of sense, but it, it but again, I, I I don't think scientists are that stupid to to not test that out and see if maybe grease could do this. So we'll have that's to try good. it out. We'll find a find a c- cement floor and I'm
0: glad or, you found your way through the weeds there, Dave, to to get a better answer towards the end there. <laughs> I know, Just, I know. And
1: say the exact same thing. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh yeah, it's a cool one. Uh that's the place I would like to visit maybe next time. We're touring around Europe. We'll make a small visit to Belmes de la Morella, Spain. That's one of my best.
0: I don't know if you'll have enough time to tell the bus driver where to bring you if you're there for a <laughs> short trip.
1: Faces, <laughs> bring me to the faces. Yeah. Anyways, I think that'll pretty much do anything else on this one, gentlemen. Uh, nope. That's it for ah, me. It's good to have a creepy kind of different haunting.
0: And that's what we've got yes. today. So. Yeah, I was I was enthralled with this one, honestly. I I knew nothing of it. I didn't do any research going into it. And sometimes I really like doing it that way and just like being captivated by the video one of you put together. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. Let's
1: thank our patrons real quick. We have Genie Justin T, Lisa, J, Mike B, Mom and Pops, W Robert H, Stephen V, and Demon King. Those are VIPs. Thank you guys so much for being part of the VIP club. Uh, we also have Allison V, Anna C, Even Better Hometown Ghost Stories, Lily, J, Jake V, Janice C, Mar Fire, Rachel B, Stephanie A, Sydney B, Al Capone, Anthony T, Brandon W, Brendan B, Captain McSlugs, Cody G, Huggy B, uh, Huggy Bear, Carolee J, Mark M, Matthew T, Mariah M, Papa Squatch, Sarah R, Sarah, Scotty L, Solar Flare, Soph M, and Hooper. Thank you guys so much for as little as $3 a month. You can get early access to videos just like these, as well as other bonus content and ad-free episodes. And you get to hang out with us for the Patreon Pre-Show hangouts. Thank you guys again. And uh, they're gonna pretty much do it. Catch you next time. Cool. Let Peace. You.